guys? It's your girl, Sincerely Denisha here. And it's your girl, underscore Charisma. And you are tuned into the, the Naked, Naked True Podcast. To get started, this is the first episode of Naked True Podcast, and this is Yay. my baby. Oh, tear. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so we're just going to get right into it. Um, so a little bit of background about the Naked True Podcast. It basically was originated through the Naked Truth Lingerie Collection at me and a friend of mine's, Valerissa. Baker, shout out to you girl, um, had decided to start and we were going to do the whole lingerie, we had the proposal set up, but life took a toll, things just, you know, it was a lot to deal with, so we ended up <clears throat> not moving forward with it, and then I was like, damn, the Naked Truth podcast is just like, that's just, that, like, that might be tight, like, you know what I'm saying, like, she ain't like, you know what I'm saying, anyway, but like, the, the name, the title itself, the brand, just, it, I, it stuck with me, and I was like, I got to release something, 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 something. Naked Truth, I'm not letting that name go to waste. So, here we are with my new co-host. Hello. Yes, and <laughs> we're getting started. Um, I'm going to let her go ahead and introduce herself, tell you a little bit about her background. Okay, so it's your girl Charisma, like I said before. Um, I'm a recent college graduate. I study psychology. I'm currently working with special ed kids or children with disabilities, and I want to, I want to continue to pursue my career with doing so. And I would like to excel with being a behavior specialist and an entrepreneur sometime in the soon future. And yeah, since you got that nice little, you know, therapist background, you can help <laughs> us out when these topics, girl, you know, we need you in a little while. <laughs> but yes, so that's my co-host, um, and I'm your girl, Cecilia Denisha, and y'all know I am a blogger, journalist, poet, writer, soon-to-be-published author. Shh, don't tell nobody. Um, and now I'm a host of a podcast, so, you know, I graduated from Bloomsburg University with a degree in communications and a minor in emerging media, and this is just what I love, so, you know, I do a little bit of hair on the side, too. Follow at Beauty, uh, Beauty in Distress if you want to get your hair snatched, <laughs> closures, all that. But enough promotion, we are going to pull you guys in straight like that, like, so, each episode, yes. We are going to be sipping a different type of wine. Yes, a different type of wine. And this episode, we are sipping Corbett Canyon, their Pinot Grigio. And honestly, that one was $8.99. So, wine and series had a nice little stuff. I was like, let me grab this. So, shout out to y'all. We'll let y'all know how it's making us feel. But right now, it's very delicious. If you like a really strong, dry wine, this is the perfect wine it for ain't you. It even strong. I'm not a drinker like that. You know I don't drink like that. <laughs> but, well, I don't like dry wine. Oh, my gosh. So, it's Weird. good, though. It is delicious. For a, a white wine, it's good. It has a dry, sweet taste, but I'm yes, a dry I'm wine drinker. I'm a so. red wine drinker. Sweet. Sweet. Sweet red. <laughs> right. I like fruity drinks. <laughs> So, um, just to get into it, today's topic is going to be in our 
self love thyself yes segment so we have a question of the day as well we do so a lot of the times when we break we get out of these relationships with people that we really care about we often try to figure out uh why wasn't i good enough so that's the that's the like question of the day why wasn't i good enough like we often feel like oh what did i do to cause this and stuff like that so we're going to be speaking from our own personal experiences. Absolutely. We're not going to drop no type of names. No name dropping. So if you, you know it's you, us, you wasn't getting it. If you know Period. it's you and the shoe fits, <laughs> then the shoe just going to have to fit oh like Cinderella. Well, let's just hope that she was too small. <laughs> I guess I'm... <laughs> They be okay because they shouldn't have done what they did. Don't be jumping in my DMs. I ain't. I don't want no problems, bro. I'm good. Um, I'm good, love. I'm... Destroy. Oop. <laughs> Ooh, shady business. So, anyway, in my personal opinion, I feel as though, you know, everybody goes through breakups. Mm-hmm. It's normal. It sucks like hell, and it kind of makes you want to give up on love, but you got to stay strong. That's one. Yes. But a lot of the times, what I really hate is, and I've done it, I've been there, you blame yourself, especially based on how the relationship end it yeah say if it was cheating involved or they just decide to leave you for another person you kind of feel like or they wasn't ready yeah you kind of feel like well why wasn't i good enough like why wasn't i the one and you know that you gave them so much of yourself not even just materialistic things like emotionally physically mentally emotion i said emotionally i'm sorry but sexually as well, but they still feel as though they need other options and they need to explore different things opposed to just being honest. And I think that has a lot to do with, like, some people just not being ready sometimes. Like, some people just aren't ready. Like, they think they're ready for relationships and... They're not. They're not. And next thing you know, you end up hurting somebody else's feelings. So... And bringing out their insecurities. From your experience, have you ever dealt with, like, self-blame? Like, blaming yourself after breaking up with a person? Every relationship or person that I've been with, actually. Every time. Every time? Yeah, for the simple fact, um, I feel like self-blame deals with insecurity as well because... Mm -hmm. I agree. if If you're not whole within yourself and you have those flaws and insecurities within yourself and you give so much of yourself to somebody else and you start trusting them and they break that trust, that just opens the pathway for those insecurities to come out and show. As much as you try to hide them, it's really hard because it's like, damn, this person know me. Like, this is my person. Whole time, it's just a facade. Like, that's not even really who they are because you never know a person true colors until, like, months, years, weeks, days later, like, mm-hmm. time just doesn't matter when it comes to a person's true colors, but when it comes out, you really be fed up. So, I feel like, from my experience, it deals more so with insecurities. So, you think because of your own personal insecurities, that's why you felt like you would blame yourself every time you got out of a relationship and ended up bad, like, after a breakup? Um, yeah, and... In the same sense, I feel like I was manipulating myself emotionally, like, okay, this person didn't want me, so I kind of don't want myself. Hmm. So, since I, at the time, I didn't 
have that self-love and that self-worth and that self-value, I will always put the blame on myself. Like, this person is so perfect, and I always go for potential, and I need to stop doing that. But yeah, I'm looking at this person like, they're everything. Like, they're so perfect. They don't have no flaws, nothing. Even though they hurt me, they're still this perfect person in my eyes. Like, even though they're not made for me, they're probably made for somebody else. And I had a problem where I would mold people to be what I wanted them to be and based them. on my expectations. But, in the same sense, whatever energy and love that I'm paying out, they need to be able to reciprocate that. And meet my standards and my expectations on a common ground. Like, neither one of us should be above the other. So, me going through that, it made me really insecure. It made me have a lot of trust issues. It made me... I don't like to use the word crazy, but it made me crazy because... Crazy, 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 crazy. Yeah, like, people really be having you effed up. Like, we're not going to really be trying to use curse words. Yeah, we're we're gonna trying to be try to classy ladies, but a few is going to slip. But people really be having you effed up, and they be thinking because she's the nice girl, she's the quiet girl, she's not confrontational, she's not human, she don't have emotions. Like, when you keep messing with a person's emotions, they're going to blow up, and it's not going to be good. And I try to avoid violence because violence doesn't solve everything. But sometimes people need the pause put on them. But what's your correlation to it? I mean, my experience with self-blame, uh, I was in a relationship mm-hmm. for about... X amount of years. X amount of years. Um, and, you know, like you said, you put so much love into a person and you think you're providing to them everything that you can catering, cooking. You was the whole 2K wife. You feel me? Like, the yeah. whole 2K, 2K wife. wife. Like, don't you do it. You ain't even gotta move, boo. Just go here, talk to your friends on the little headphones. I'm going up there and make that shrimp alfredo you like. But anyway, um... <laughs> definitely the shrimp alfredo. <laughs> oh my god. But anyway, yeah, like, I definitely... You spend time with a person yeah. and you, like you said, build them. I, I wouldn't say I built people, but I would say, like, you assist them in the person they become after the breakup that you feel like... It's kind of building them because you're helping them get to that next level. Yeah. And you're putting everything, all of that energy and all of those skills and resources into them to become the person that you want. And when they get to that point, it's like they kind of, excuse my language, shit on you. Yeah. And it's like, they don't even give you the praise like, oh, she helped me when I was down. She was there for me when I ain't had nothing. They wait until you walk away and it's the last straw for you. Yeah. Then that's when they want to try to give you your props. Like, nah, you should have given me the props when we was together. You can't come back now. So, back to self-blame. But yeah. <laughs> My bad, y'all. It's cool. She, she got to speak her mind, speak her sense. But, um... <laughs> Back to self-blame, like, yeah, I definitely, after my relationship ended and the way it ended, um, I kind of blamed myself. I kind of found myself looking back at everything I ever did for him, all the bad, all the good, and Mm -hmm. I just was like, damn, like, started to blame myself, or maybe if I wasn't this type of girl, he would have stayed, or maybe if I didn't do this, or maybe if I didn't get mad over this and that and that, but ultimately, it's unhealthy, like, to sit there and blame yourself and replay 
um, scenarios over and over again in your relationship and how you think you can... It's unhealthy. It's unhealthy. Period. And you start to lose yourself. You lose yourself trying to... You're, you're blaming yourself and you're only breaking yourself down. Like, I had to learn that at the end of the day, what, what these niggas do, what these females do, whatever your preference is, what they do has absolutely nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It's their own personal issues that they brought into the relationship and they didn't let it go before they get there. Like they say, you, I cannot love you until I love myself. Yeah. So you couldn't love me properly because you didn't love yourself. Yeah. And in the beginning, I went into the relationship not knowing that. I went into relationships thinking, oh, I love him. We love each other. And then when things go wrong, it's, it's like, oh. And one thing I just want to say along with self-blame is just like, when you look back at the situ- situations after the relationship is over and you're reminiscing about all the bad things. Oh, we had an argument about this. Maybe if I ain't say this, maybe if I ain't say that. Don't do that, boo. Because what we don't do is we don't bite our tongues. When you feel away, you felt that way. You strongly felt that way, and you felt you needed to say something. And guess what? If you would have held back and not said what you felt you needed to say during that time where you felt things were iffy or you felt uncomfortable, if you was closed mouth, the result would still be the same. Except you'll only regret not saying what you should have said when you knew you were right. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just say that to say, like, self-blame is a real serious issue. And especially amongst females, um, we tend to blame ourselves for everything. And it sucks. It really sucks. Because we are beautiful individuals. We, they could call us creatures, whatever. We are beautiful individuals. This life would not be created without women. Exactly. Like, y'all, men, not the, I ain't bashing nobody, but y'all need to recognize that your mother, a female, carried you. So y'all need to respect women, period. But back to self-blame, because I ain't <laughs> trying to get off of, off topic. Off um, topic, because we could go there. I definitely, like, I felt like, yeah, I blame myself. And one thing I've learned being on this single journey of being by myself is you can't blame yourself. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. You have to learn to forgive and not forget, but mark it in that book as a lesson learned. And the next time, because you'll have multiple heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. This, Your last one won't be your first one. Your first one won't be your last one, period. You, you'll have multiple heartbreaks. So you just have to learn to protect yourself and use the signs that you've seen in your previous relationships to know what you're not going to put up straight off the jump. I would definitely say create boundaries. Boundaries. That's something that I lacked at. And I waited until things got bad and I didn't want to tolerate it anymore to try to create those boundaries. But when you let somebody slide with stuff so long, they get used to it and they get comfortable. Like, well, you let me do it for X amount of time. Why can't I do it now? Like, why are you trying to renege or let me do so-and-so? So I would definitely say create boundaries. Creating boundaries should be the top priority in any relationship that you have. I definitely agree. Like, you got to build those boundaries so that you know what you're going to take and what you're not going to take within the relationship. And it help you be able to know when it's time to leave. Don't ever stay with somebody because you feel like you love them so much. Like, love only goes but so far. You can still love somebody from a distance. You don't have to be in that relationship with somebody that's hurting you consistently 
because you feel as though you love them. Love should never hurt. Like, love should always help you grow and become a better person. Not saying that to say all relationships won't have their problems, but when it gets too toxic to the point Mm -hmm. where you're damaging yourself and it's absolutely unbearable and abusive, you should not be with that person because that person does not love you. And and that's another thing, like, some relationships just are toxic. Like, some, some relationships just aren't good for you. And you have to know that. And it takes time. It takes time. To get it, out takes, of it. it takes having multiple relationships to figure out. It'll be little discreet stuff. Like communication. Small things, even That's communication. Amazing, yeah. And some some people don't want to communicate. So I know we covered on like self blame after the breakup. Were there ever times in your relationships where you've been blaming yourself while the relationship was still occurring? For little situations, I don't know, like I don't know. I'll, I'll give a few examples of, say, your significant other, you find that they're looking at other women as mm-hmm. you guys are together. You know, people find their stuff like, damn, my, is my ass not fat enough? Is that why he ain't Yeah, I had moments like that. Like, with that, I used to be like, oh, well, if I go to the gym and work out harder or do this, my butt will get bigger. He or she will be more attracted to the way my body looks opposed to looking at somebody else's. Mm-hmm. Or like, because I don't have a problem if you be like, oh, that person is pretty. Or babe, look at them. But if you just lightly talking about somebody yeah. else, like I feel like that's disrespectful. I feel like if I don't point out the fat ass, don't point it out to me. Exactly. Like, period. Like, if I'm like, damn, excited. Baby, look at that. Or I'm like, damn, she pretty. Like, if I don't do that, don't do it. Because I just feel like men just be taking shit too far. Like, and they get too excited. Y'all be taking shit way too far. Like, have several seats. And with that, I feel like, like, alright, so, when I would get cheated on, whatever the case is, and say I went through their phone or something, and I saw a conversation that they had with somebody else, how is this person giving my partner an orgasm? Girl. Like the okay. emotional connection, like what am I not doing, mm. and why am I? Mm-hmm. Why are you not that way with me? I'm sorry to be amped, y'all, but I I felt that. But like, what am I not doing or saying to you that you gotta go to somebody else and, and confide? And that stems from self blame. Like that literally stems from where it begins because I remember in my previous relationship, uh. I had, you know, you know, we all do a little investigating or whatever. So <laughs> I kind of tapped into the phone. Um, that's where I'm. I swear I'm Inspector Gadget. I am though. Women you, are FBI. I should be agents. one of the people that uh, not licensed. promote. If your man is cheating, girl, I got you. you know what I'm but anyway, um, <laughs> they be having a little cheating. You know what I'm talking about. The cheating act. That Black China always promoting. That you mean like a couple dollars? Yeah. And we can prepaid. You can find out your your nigga. It don't work. I tried it before with a prepaid card. Oh my god, the pettiness. Anyway, (laughs) but yeah, I've seen I've I've seen like conversations with my ex and other women, and they'll be cool people, but it'll be like their conversations be so engaged, like oh I don't know, like so intrigued, like just by the communication, the orgasms, like uh, the text gasms. Let me say that because it'll be textual conversations. And, and they're speaking on a, a deeper level. A deeper level than what than they tell you. 
it's not even a friendship. It's more so for me, it was like a deep level, a deeper level. Like I'll get the good morning, babe, the what you doing, blah, blah, blah. And Basic then shit. I guess because it's somebody that they don't really know or somebody that that they're not with 24-7, that they're not dating, that's something fresh and new, that they get more longer paragraphs, conversations. And honestly, that used to bring out an insecurity in me because I'd be like, damn, like, you communicate with her, like, you want to be with her, bro. Like, you want to be with her? Like, go mm-hmm. go ahead. And that, that kind of stirred up Like, we can stimulate each other, mind. Why exactly. are you trying to stimulate somebody else, mind? And that's, that's one of the first parts of, like, dealing with self-blame. Because you start to blame yourself, like, damn, am I born? Like, is that why he engaged in with these different women and mm-hmm. different ways than how he engaged with me? Like, Or if you start off, say you have, like, something that you just overly passionate about. Start the conversation, like, yeah, babe, that's been on my mind. And you go into it, you're excited about it. You're trying to talk more than small talk. Like, you're trying to really get under their surface of how they think. Pull them layers of that onion, bed. And they just reply so bland. Like, no excitement. No nothing behind it. But let somebody else have the same idea. And you just want to be engaging with them, like she said. Exactly. Like, oh my gosh, she said something that rocked Yeah. Like, I remember, so back before I started, like, writing and things like that, I always wrote. I've been a writer since eighth grade. I used to do poetry. I have all my poetry books. So once I get married and have kids, I'll be sure to pass on my poetry books to my children so they can read mm-hmm. it. They're going to crack up because I used to be mad that my mom shut down my MySpace and wrote a whole poem about it. Um, you definitely did <laughs> to write, like, random stuff. So, um, yeah, they get back on track. So, again, I always had a creative side, but I never thought of exploring it as, like, reaching out to magazines actually writing. So, at the time, I was more focused on getting money, going to work, um, getting married, having kids, the house, the whole, everything you focus on when you're in a relationship, you want to be with a person. And my significant other was into the field of entrepreneurism and wanting to work, not work anymore and wanting to be for herself and just being creative. And at the time, I... I was always creative, so I always felt like he would reach out to women that were in the field that he was in for mm-hmm. communication, and it kind of made me feel like, damn, am I born? Like, I started to blame myself, like, I He could have helped you or motivate you to get to that level. And that I'm not going to say that he did not. He did motivate me, like, whatever. Like, I can write, my friend come to me with tears, girl, I'm going to send you a paragraph that will make you think about life, flip it over, and say, fuck that nigga. Like, excuse my French. But, definitely, I felt like I started to blame myself. I'm gonna be completely open and honest and roll with y'all, because I really don't care. Like, that's my personality. I have nothing to hide. So, um, I started blaming myself, and I kind of felt like, damn, am I not good enough? Because I'm not out here, like... I feel like I should be doing what he's doing. Or I feel like I should be, you know what I'm saying, in the mix. Do you feel like you started comparing yourself to him? I wouldn't say I started comparing myself to him. But I started to compare myself to the women that he felt more intrigued to have these very deep conversations with. Mm-hmm. I, I started comparing myself like, Oh, maybe if I text him like this or I say something like this. And that sucks. Like, I th- I look back like, damn, sis. Like, 
you got so much potential, and now, like, you, you see me, like, and, like, like I said, people see you. And you taking away from yourself, trying to compare. To you take away else. from yourself when you blame yourself for not being what somebody wants you to be, or not doing this, not doing that. I've realized being single for X amount of years, months, whatever, being single, period, I've realized that I'm the only person I compare my compare myself to. Mm-hmm. I can compare myself to last year's Denisha. Like, last year Denisha was in a bit of a shaky state. Like, I was writing... In the unknown. At, at well, but I was in the unknown. I didn't really know where I wanted to go. This year's Denisha is... Is learning to love thyself. And that's that's what this segment is all about. Loving thyself. Like, just learning to stop blaming. Stop blaming yourself. Stop pe- being so hard on yourself. Yes, yeah, stop. It's not, it's not worth it. Because guess what? You're a gem. You're a diamond. You're- that's all I can say. Like, you're a gem. You're that. And big. And like I always say, and I strongly, strongly stand by this quote that I pulled from Pinterest. And it's really small, short, but it always talks about, and when you become a diamond, you'll see why life had to pressure you. So what does that quote mean to you? To me, it's like I've been through so many things. I've self-blamed myself. I've been in relationships that weren't healthy for me. I've been cheated on. I've been this. I've been that. Or even with career-wise, I've had failures. I've had people tell me no. I've had this. I've had that. That's okay. That's life pressuring you to prepare you. If something is not for you, it's not for you. That means something mm-hmm. better is coming. You know, you just got to have that faith in yourself. You just got to keep pushing, keep striving, because that pressure is what's making you a diamond. Something I always hear often is, the last thing to grow on a tree is the fruit. I'm going to say it again. The last thing to grow on the fruit tree is a fruit. So you might be, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing that. I still don't see no progress. I'm about to give up. Nah, that's just the roots growing, baby. The trees are sprouting. You, you probably got the branch all together, and, and it's probably just a little, little, little dot that's that's starting to show for that apple tree or that whatever tree, anything <laughs> that that and it's sprouting. But you just we never see our own success, our own acknowledgments. But that's like I don't want to start getting into all that. That ain't even on another topic. But, I mean, this, these are how our conversations are going to be. We're going to talk real shit. It's going to be off topic at times. And that happens. Just, that's, that's what happens when you're having real conversations. This is not to be scripted. This is to be real and raw. That's we're unapologetic. We want you guys to be able to relate to us. Relate. Understand us. our experiences. Absolutely. Maybe you experience some things that we experience. Um, the further we'll go, the further we get into the naked truth. We the podcast will probably guests. be more personal. Yeah. We still won't state any names or anything, but like I said before, if the shoe fits, like Cinderella, there we go. Then let's hope it's too small. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we just want to be real with y'all. If y'all have any questions, comments, concerns, y'all are definitely welcome topics, to ideas. Comment on the at 
You can find us at Naked Truth Podcast. That's like the Instagram name. Oh, at Instagram. Naked yes. Truth Podcast. Yes. If you guys have any talents, know anybody that's up and coming artists, we're always accepting people, and we have we do have a few guests lined up, so stay tuned. The episodes to come, we have a lot a lot of guests coming. So just to close out, we just want to leave you guys with a few tips on how to to stop stop blaming. blaming. Yeah, stop self blaming because. It ain't worth it. It's, one, it's not healthy. Love thyself. Love thyself. Love thyself. Don't blame thyself. Love it thyself. It doesn't happen overnight. You, every day is a work in progress. You'll get there when you feel like the time is right. Even when you feel like you're at your highest point, you just never know when you have to. So life is just a crazy thing. Like You just never know what happens next. Just always stay positive and just always love yourself first. And something we didn't really touch on is just take responsibility. Don't place blame. If it's a flip yes. situation and you may have been the person that, I don't know, did cause situations in a relationship, just take responsibility. Take accountability. You take it, you pray on it, and you move forward. But and you don't blame for yourself. Ask for forgiveness. And and forgive the person. Like Another one that's, that's, that you touched on again, mm-hmm. love, love yourself. You you gotta love yourself. Love thyself. Yes. Always love. first and forever. forever. Like self love comes first. Nobody's ever gonna love you how you love yourself. Exactly. And just don't be critical. That's another one. Don't be too critical. Don't be too critical. Don't be too critical. Analyzing the situation. Analyzing what happened. What's done is done. Overthinking is very addictive. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a drug that most of us have. Absolutely. It's definitely an yes. addiction. Um, and the final one following overthinking is just learn to move on. It may be hard. And it doesn't happen overnight. It's going to be hard, boo. But it's you'll get there. Trust and believe. It's going to be hard, but you will definitely push through and... With that, I would say find like hobbies or something. Hobbies that, definitely, and that like makes reading, you happy. Anything that will make you take your mind off the situation, but I do yoga. Things, healthy things. Yoga is everything. Healthy things, because some people might think, "Oh, this bottle of wine about to make me forget the whole situation." Do not go to substance abuse. Oh God! Bro. Please don't. Yes, please. Please do not it's turn to substance. Hard. It's okay to have a drink here and there, but to have a drink all day, every day drugs all day every day like don't take yourself there like yes yeah, so we don't go there there's we just, so many other options ultimately just want you guys to learn from our previous situations and what we've talked about today as far as self-blame and relationships and breakups and just take it soak it in and make better decisions and don't blame yourself we love you guys we love you guys and Again, I'm your girl, Sincerely Denisha here. And I'm your girl, underscore Charisma. And you are tuned in to the Naked Truth Podcast. Podcast. I hope you guys have a wonderful evening and enjoy your day. Mwah!